Magandang araw sa lahat. Ako po si Howie Severino, journalist sa GMA Network. Isa na naman napapanahong talakayan ang episode natin ngayon. Usapin ito ng pananaw sa kasuutan, isyo ng rape, sexual harassment at victim shaming. Makakasama natin si Kaki Pangilinan, anak ni na Senator Francis Pangilinan at ang artista si Sharon Coneta. Welcome to Quarantine with Howie Severino. Kaki Pangilinan, thank you for joining us. You've made quite an impact. Hi, Tito Harvey. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> okay, I'll get straight to the point. No, ano yung nag-ujok sa'yo na mag-komento tungkol sa kasuutan ng babae at ang kinalaman nito sa mga issues ng rape at sexual harassment? Unang-una po kasi, um, yung post po ng Lokban Police Station, I think that's like the first thing I saw that really bothered me. Dahil nga po, police station po yun, eh. doon po tayong pumupunta upang maging ligtas, you know, like we go there in order to feel safe and secure and in order to feel like we're protected because sila nga, yun nga po yung trabaho ng police, di ba? Naprotektahan tayo. So sa akin palagay lang po, nung nakita ko po yung post na yun, parang it, it just really bothered me. I think yun nga po, precisely because it came from like an authority figure. It came from the police station where we're supposed to feel safe. Tapos yung pagka-phrasing nga po ng post, napaka-inappropriate din eh. Sabi, like exact wording po, kayo naman mga girls, tapos naka-misspell ng weird, di ba? There were already tones of like, like a, a prejudice, di ba? There were already tones of like certain discrimination. And yes po, I just don't think that that's at right with me. I don't think that's at well with me. So yun po yung unang comment ko. I retweet, I quote-tweeted po that article and then I said, stop teaching girls how to dress and start teaching people not to rape. Tapos nag-viral po yun unang-una. Nagulat ka ba? Uh, nag-viral yun. Uh, Napakataming uh, reactions ngayon na uh, both pro and con no? dito sa tinitweet mo tungkol dyan sa issue na yun. Because my tweet is not, it's not like an original thought. I guess I should say that. Parang marami na pong nagtitweet ng ganun eh. Parang I just reiterated the point. And so to me, I think like it was just, it, it wasn't naman shocking because I felt like, alam ko naman po na parang mas pro- progresibo yung pananaw na yun. But it's like, to my point of view then, I think that a lot of people agreed with me. And so when it when it kind of went around, you know, I was also happy. Like more than anything, I was happy that like Filipinos, a lot of Filipinos shared my point of view, and a lot of Filipinos like agreed. Na parang rape culture is dangerous, diba, to that extent. Na po. Well, of course, uh, sa kultura natin yun sa internet, uh, much of the much of this particular issue's uh, virality was was fueled by uh, by a uh, hashtag. Na ikaw ang uh, uh, gumawa, no? Kasi may isang sumagot sa tweet mo na mas matandang lalaki, ano? Tinawag kang iha. Anong tating sa'yo ng salitang niya? Sa ibang uh, konteksto yeah. kasi it's a term of endearment, di ba? But my point there is hindi ko po siya kilala. Um, we've never met before. I don't know Mr. Bentulfo at all personally. Hindi nga po sila magkaibigan ng mga magulang ko. In that way, it also becomes more condescending because it's it takes like you as a person and means that you're like you're reduced to this point, right? Like it's like you're reduced to this. And so I and I thought that it was unfair because it plays din po on the value of the age, diba? Dalawa po yung posts mm-hmm. niya, isa po sa Twitter, isa po sa Facebook. Eh wala po akong Facebook, mm-hmm. nakita ko na lang po yung mga screenshots nung 
um, ipinadala sa akin. Tsaka mas mahaba po yung post niya sa Facebook. Ha? Also, especially because the Facebook post also, hindi po yung, yung header po niya, hindi iha. It was the wannabe smart Alec or something like that. You know, it just felt like a weird direct attack. And I wanted to reiterate that it's not about me. Hindi naman po ako yung... It's like, I'm not I'm not the only one who thinks that, diba? And it's not like I'm the face of that movement. It's not like that's happening. It's like rape culture is a bigger, bigger problem. And I think at the end of the day, po, like he needed to realize that what he was trying to offer was a case-by-case basis prevention, not a, not a solution. And he admitted that. He said that, sabi nga po niya, exact words, it's all about prevention, not solution. And I don't agree with that. I don't think it's, like, if there's a solution, we want the solution, diba? Like, I don't, yeah, there was just a lot of that. Well, you, sabi mo nga, it caused you some discomfort, no? Uh, when tinawag kang iha, but instead of shying away or being quiet about it or changing the topic, eh, ginawa mo pang hashtag, ang uh, <laughs> iha ako. And yun ang yes, naging viral at uh, we know what we know what's happened uh, since then, no? So, uh, ano yung idea mo dun sa hashtag na yan? What was your intention? I think it was just parang reclaiming po the term. Kasi lagi naman pong ginagamit yung iho o, o iha sa mga political discussions usually, diba? Especially online. Mga nakatatanda sa amin po, like, talagang sasabihin nila like, iha or iho. O, o, like, in order to invalidate us, in order to make the points less valid, in order to make them, like, less serious, diba? Because it's capitalizing on the fact that a lot of, like, people my age po, we're speaking out now, eh. Nag-iingay na po kami. Like, we're making, we're making much more noise, I think, than people expect of us. It's like we're easily dismissed nga po because of our age because people are like, oh, you're not old enough yet to know what you're talking about. Pero yung issue ko po dun is, eh, hindi naman po ako batang-bata. I'm 19 already. Tsaka lumaki po kami dito sa digital age kung saan lagi po kaming nasa internet, lagi po kaming online, di ba? It's like our access to information is so much more wide and so much more open than like our parents. It's very important to like take into account that yes, while we might not have enough like as much life experience, iba na din po ang mga um, karanasan namin. Like iba na din po yung kultura ngayon. And it's like we because we have this much access to information, we're so much quicker educated and we're so much quicker informed. It's like we 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 adapt so much better um to technology and so much quicker to technology than like other generations. And I think that that's in itself mm-hmm. po that has to be recognized as a value that makes us that should have us let us be taken seriously. Okay, anong napansin mong pattern sa mga gumagamit ng hashtag iha ako? Parang uh, naging community na rin ito, no? So what, what kind of tweets and stories are you are you reading? There's a lot of stories of personal very very personal stories of sexual assault and rape and a lot of stories of abuse po. And um a lot of them are women, but I know that um I think it's important also to reiterate that like May mga iho din po. Like, there's a lot of men who are also sexually abused and a lot of men who are also assaulted and raped and things like that. And, you know, this movement, I think, is for everyone. Like, I just want to reiterate that very, very much. Hindi, hindi lang po naging inclusive yung term dahil yun po yung term na ginamit sa akin, di ba? But I think that at the end of the day, um, a lot more women get raped. One in three women po get sexually assaulted. One in five women get raped internationally. And I think that um, once people start realizing na hindi po ito, madalas po ito nangyayari, hindi po siya um, paminsan-minsan lamang. Hindi po siya parang isolated cases na ganun, di ba? And I think that once they realize po how often this happens, siguro din po realize ng mga tao na 
hindi nga po dahil sa kasuotan sa kasuotan and i think that um it's just reading ihako and the stories and things like that ako lang po nagbigay lang po ako ng wording doon eh ako lang po yung gumawa ng hashtag like ako lang, ginamit ko lang po yun ng isang beses tapos yung mga kwento po ng mga babae at iba pang tao yun po ang dahilan kung bakit nag-viral po yun it became a safe space for people to open up bigla about all these things and a lot of them po like you you'll also see if you scroll through the hashtag a lot of them will say i've been keeping this in for years or i've been dealing with this for years trying to process it and yun yun po yung katotohanan nais nice namin ngayon ipakilala ang isa sa mga tumugon sa iha ako hashtag si juliana talde kumusta ka na juliana hi po i'm very i'm doing well and fine despite the quarantine season naman po uh unang una Uh, uh, Juliana, salamat at uh, naglakas loob kang humarap sa kamera at uh, gamitin ang tunay mong uh, pangalan. Ang nadinig ko, kanina mo lang uh, napagpasyahan nito. Bakit nag-decide kang humarap sa kamera? Kahapon ko pa po talaga siya pinag-iisipan kung haharap po ba ako hindi. Pero ngayon po, eh, sigurado na po ako nahaharap ako dahil hindi lamang po ito usapin ng pagiging babae ko, pagiging biktima ko. Isa po itong platform kung saan maaari ko pong masabi ang mga saloobin ko at maaari po ako makapag-educate ng ibang tao. So, ano yung nag-udyok sa'yo na magkwento sa sa Twitter? The Iha Ako movement po for me is very empowering siya. Hindi po kasi siya about, hindi po kasi siya simpleng hashtag lang na nag-trend sa Twitter. Para po sa akin, isa po siyang gateway para Malet go ko na yung heavy burden ko. Parang nung ginawa yung iha ako, naging safe zone siya para sa mga taong may same experiences. Same experiences in the sense na alam mong hindi ka mag-isa, na yung pinagdaraanan mo, madami kayong pina- marami kayong nakaka-experience noon and all you can do for each other is be there for each other kasi you've you've been through the same experience and with that same experience, marirealize mo na hindi pala kahinaan yung nangyari sa akin. But the iha ako, it's an awakening for people na hindi tama yung magbi-victim blame ka, hindi tama na isisi mo sa kababaihan o kahit kanino man tao na naharas sila kasi nangyari sa kanila yun. Um, I think that sexual harassment and sexual abuse is never the victim's fault. And actually, iha ako is a very good gateway for people like us to show ourselves na kahit ganito yung pinagdaanan ko, I'm strong and I'm empowered. I have the ability and the capability to speak up for the people. Meron kang binabanggit na karanasan or or bad experience, no? But just to give uh, viewers and listeners now an idea kung ano yung nangyari sa'yo, um, can you just share what you're willing to share right now? I was sexually harassed back in 8th grade. And um, the person who did did that was a very close person in my heart, a person who I trusted, who I trust the most. He was my te- um, he's a teacher. He's my teacher back in grade eight, and um, it happened in a in our in my boarding house. Because before po na nagsistay ako sa boarding house na dun po and um, we stay in different rooms but in the same place po. Then one night he went to my room and. He sexually harassed me. It was January 2017 po. Alam mo naman, siguro, yung ibang mga ka-age mo, ibang kabataan, ibang babae, ay 
kahit mangyari sa kanila yon uh, alam naman natin pababayaan ng iba no uh, lalo na uh, this person is a person of authority teacher nyo popular sa school what made you decide to take the step of complaining uh, involving your parents letting the school know etc at nagkaroon nga ng consequences para sa teacher po kasi, matindi po ang paniniwala ko na kapag hindi po ako kumilos, wala pong ibang gagawa nun para sa akin, kundi ako lang. Naniniwala din ako na kapag hinayaan ko ang isang bagay na patuloy na mangyari, hindi lamang ako magiging biktima. Pero thinking about the welfare of other women, who could have, got, who could have experienced that too? Yun po kasi yung pinaka-pinapaniwalaan ko ngayon na kung nangyari na sa akin, bakit kailangan pa mangyari sa ibang tao? Kung pwede naman natin siyang ma-prevent, Why not do so? So I did I did what I should have. I told my parents about it. I told the school about it. And they took action. But the thing is, kahit naman po nagtake sila ng action, hindi po hindi po mas hindi po lahat kasi ng tao open sa usapin ng harassment, ng sexual harassment. Kaya po doon po umusbong yung mga victim blaming na kesyo baka po binigyan ko ng motibo na baka ginusto ko naman po yung nangyari. That is one of the things that makes the situation more difficult than how than how it is already po. Na we are the victims of this harassment pero at the end of the day kami pa yung nasisisi sa mga nangyari. Sabi mo the school took action. No? What, what was the action of the school? Actually, um, my parents were, my mom was saying here in Manila while well, my father is in Qatar, when they heard what happened, pumunta po sila agad dun sa school. We, they talked to the school. And the thing is, um, the school gave the, my teacher, that teacher, an option to resign. So he did resign. And ako naman po, I was told na umalis na lang, lumayo na lang sa place na yon. Pati ikaw, uh, you were asked to leave the school. Yes, I was asked to leave. It was suggested by them that I should leave. But but why? Because, you know, uh, wala ka namang kasalanan dito, di ba? Uh, I can understand yung, yung teacher ay kailangan umalis, no? But why? Was it for your own good? Or ano yung, ano yung paliwanag sa'yo? Why, why were you told to leave? Or asked to leave? Um... They told me that I needed to leave to have a fresh start to 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 keep myself away from the trauma which uh, which was something that I really understood kasi back then the mere voice the the mere picture of him the mere voice the mere the mere thought of hearing his name it makes me tremble it makes me traumatized it makes me scared na kahit makakita lang ako ng kahubog ng katawan niya, natatakot na ako, umiiyak na ako. Kasi sobra siyang nakakatakot. Hindi naman, yung parang sobrang hanggang ngayon siguro na nandun pa din sa akin yung, yung takot na baka isang araw maulit siya ulit. Kaya I think, I personally think that I also needed to, um, I also needed to leave at that time po. Isang aspeto kasi ng uh, incidenting ito ay eh, parang pinagbintangan ka rin ano doon sa nangyari sa teacher na nabanggit mo to kanina na 
parang sinisisi ka ng ibang estudyante dahil popular nga yung teacher. Actually po, hindi ko po inexpect na ganun yung magiging tingin ng ibang tao. Kaya labis din po akong nasaktan, na-disappoint. Kasi ang iba po yung lumabas na balita sa mga tao, yung lumabas po, nakikipagrelasyon daw po ako na yung nangyari, kaya nagsumbong na lang daw ako kasi nahuli na kami. Yun po kasi yung lumabas sa ibang tao. Kaya ang nangyayari po, parang hindi na lumabas yung ako yung naharas. Ang lumabas na, I took an innocent man's job. I took someone great from the institution. Yun po yung kumalat na, na para bang kasalanan ko kung bakit nawala yung paboritong guru ng lahat. Um, why a good teacher left his job because of me. But little do these people know that that man harassed me. Kasi po ang kumalat na ginusto ko naman po na hindi na kay okay lang naman yon kasi may relasyon naman daw kami which is not true i don't have any relationship with him in fact i treat him as my own father kaya nga po nung ginawa ko yung thread a lot of people message me from my old school saying sorry they apologize to me because all all this time ang alam po nila umalis si umalis si sir dahil nahuli kami may relasyon hindi nila alam kung ano yung pinagdaanan ko talaga kaya yun po yung isa sa mga na, isa sa mga pinakamalaking tulong sa akin ng iha ako. It helped me to clear out my name and to tell my story that I'm the victim here. That people people know, must know the real story behind everything before they judge. So parang classic case to ng victim blaming, no? Yes po. May mga hindi naman positibong naganap, no? Ay, pinagbintangan ka, sinisisi ka, etc. Do you have any regrets about what happened? Siguro, my only regret would be not pushing through with the case po. And another thing would be na sana pinustro ko yon, kasi until now, licensed pa din siya. He still can apply to any school he wants. He only resigned sa school namin. He wasn't he was not fired. So he still has the capability and he can apply to any school. And what if he repeats that again? I hope he doesn't do that again. But there's this possibility na maulit 'yon. Tatanungin ko lang sa iyo no, yung tungkol dito sa pananamit ng mga babae. Does clothing have anything to do with the way women are treated? can be treated. Anong tingin mo dun sa police o yung ibang tao na nagsasabi sa mga babae na you know, takpan mo yung sarili mo. You know, don't wear revealing clothes kasi nga, baka ka maharas. Una po sa lahat, katawan ko, decision ko, at kung ano mang suotin ko, hindi ito isang consent para sabihin na gusto ko nang magpabastos, gusto ko nang magpahawak, at pumapayag na ako sa kahit anong gusto mong gawin sa akin. Ang pananamit ko ay hindi isang imbitasyon para sa kahit ano. Minsan po kahit naka-school uniform ako, nababastos pa din ako, nakakatkol pa din ako. At ang uniform ko, slacks na at long sleeves. Kaya hindi po ako naniniwala na ang pagiging bastos ay nakabatay sa pananamit ng isang babae. What kind of change do you want to see? in our society. Anong gusto mong makita ng pagbabago sa ating ipunan? 
what I want is a big change, but I think it starts with a single step. It's about changing the minds, the ideologies of people. That women are raped because there are rapists. Not because of what they wear or not because they gave motive. That rape is rape. And it's, it's rape when you don't give consent. It's sexual harassment if you don't consent to it na ipa, ipaalam sa mga tao na hindi kasalanan to ng mga biktima, na kasalanan to ng mga taong gumagawa nito, na stop na natin yung victim blaming, na ma, dapat nandun tayo para sumuporta sa mga taong nahaharas, nahihirapan, hindi yung gagatong pa tayo sa pain na nararamdaman nila. That these people are healing at their own pace and we should help we should help them heal na hindi dapat tayong nagbubuhos pa ng ng sakit sa kanila na dapat tayo yung tumutulong sa kanila we should not blame these people for the experiences they had instead we must empower them we must make them realize that they're not alone in this fight maraming maraming salamat uh, Juliana Talde for sharing uh, your experiences and your story. Thank you, Paul. I'll just go back to the original issue that uh, kind of started this. Itong the way women dress and whether or not it has anything to do with the behavior of men. No, Kasi matagal nang may paniniwala kahit ng ibang babae. Narinig ko rin, lalo na sa mga mat, may edad na, no, na kung may mga magharas o mag, may magkakol sa babae, may kinalaman din o may kasalanan din ang babae no maiksi kasi ang gamit o revealing ang blouse uh, you know these these are meant to call attention to the wearer of these clothes may pananaw kaya na uh, does that not invite extra attention or even harassment anong tingin mo sa pananaw na yun? i mean i see the logic but one of my favorite statistics forever is that internationally um, the cases of rape the cases of assault you would expect nga po, diba, kung dahil nga po sa damit, you would expect that during winter when people are more covered up um, because nga po malamig, diba, you would expect that the rape cases would therefore decline or the assault cases would therefore decline. But no, actually, statistically, all throughout the year, cases of assault and rape, they stay the same. Like you would expect nga po, diba, na mas mataas sa summer dahil nga po tag-init, like dahil nga po everyone is like kind of mas nakahubad po ang mga tao, diba? And then winter, dahil balot na balot na po sila, it's like, if that was the logic, diba? But throughout the year, it stays the same. But tinga po sa mga, like, Muslim countries and countries where, like, women, like, can, like are dressed more modestly, like, religiously, you know, like, with full hijab and things like that, those women still get assaulted and raped. And I think that, at the end of the day, po, it's, it's really not about the clothes. Like, that's what people need to understand here. That's the thing, eh? I feel like a lot of people who are arguing for the whole clothes thing, they're not looking at the bigger picture. Like, ang dahilan po ba, like, what I'm trying to bring up here is the reason why, the reason why this is not okay is because we have to be scared at all. Diba? It's like, the reason why it's not okay is because we have to be, we have to be fearful at all. When we shouldn't, we don't, we shouldn't have to be scared. We shouldn't have to be fearful over what we wear. But like, even if we wear like modest clothing, like it's still a fear. They're not looking at the bigger picture. They're not understanding that at the very core of it, we should be allowed to wear what we want without ever being scared, ever. But the truth is, no matter what we wear, takot pa din kami. Let me just share a man's point of view. No, I don't necessarily agree with what I'm about to say, but I've hung around a lot of 
men throughout my life, understandably, since high school, since grade school, marami akong kaibigan lalaki. Ano. Hindi kaya bahagi ng problema itong sinasabi mo. Ano. Uh, may, ay, dahil may confusion or ignorance sa boundaries ng behavior, hindi lang alam ng iba kung ano yung bastos. Halimbawa, kung may dumaan na babae, lalo na kung may damit na sabihin na natin, nag-aagaw ng pansin. No? Hindi, rin, uh, hindi rin maiwasang tumingin. Pati ibang babae nga, nakatingin. And, and sobrang attractive yung dumaan. No? Ano ba ang considered ngayon na, na bastos? You can look but cannot stare. You can stare but you cannot touch or say anything. Ano bang maibibigay mong guidance? Uh, because norms have, have changed, no? Like, but I think that's the thing, diba? It's like we need to start educating on that basis. Exactly. Like, kasi nga po, diba, hindi nga po, supposedly hindi nga po alam na mga tao. I mean, I think at the simplest form of it, it's like when you wear clothes, self-expression po yun. So like, yeah, you can look. Like you do, like, you know what I mean? To a certain extent, you wear clothes nga po to be looked at. But you don't wear clothes to be assaulted. It's like no one ever puts on clothes like with the, with the intention of getting raped. Lagi na lang po yung excuse po dun, diba, boys will be boys. Or mga, ah, kasi lalaki yan, ganun. And it starts from like kindergarten. You know what I mean? It's like when, Ako po, nung bata ako, like, I was like four or five siguro, nasa, like, playing lang in school and stuff like that. If a boy is mean to a girl, usually sinasabihin po yung babae na parang, oh, it's because he likes you. And that's not okay. Like, you can't normalize that kind of, that kind of behavior from the very start. From the very root, we have to already dig into the problem and we already have to start educating people. And like, because that's how culture changes, diba? With education po. And from the very, from the very beginning, like, that has to, that has to start now. I'll go back to the earlier point, no? So, of course, rape and uh, and and uh, cat catcalling. Obviously, uh, there's even an ordinance against against catcalling here in in Quezon City, you know. Pero uh, you're allowed to look. You're still allowed to look, di ba? I mean, ano bang uh, ano bang pwedeng gawin ng isang lalaki ngayon? Uh, uh, because of course, if if you want to be respectful, uh, you just ignore. Uh, you uh, you cannot stare or you cannot um, ano bang I mean, to me, it's like to, to me, it's like fundamentally, if you know that what you're doing is wrong, then don't, then don't. If you're looking at clothes, let's say to admire mm -hmm. them, right? If you're looking at clothes, let's say like, oh, ganda naman ang outfit mo, etc. Okay, yun, innocent yun. But like at the very core of it, it's like if you're looking at someone in or like objectifying a woman, like if you're looking at someone in order to kind of reduce them to what they're wearing, in order to like, you know what I mean, with the with full intention in mind, like then that's the problem with the culture. That's the problem with like this thinking process. It's because, like, I guess the my whole point is that we just need to move away from this narrative that like, boy, like boys are like helpless and that boys because boys are smart. It's so it's You're so just following their instinct. Yeah, no, but it's so funny to me because it's like, it's yung nga po di ba? Lagi po yung sinasabi like, oh no, they're just following their instinct because they're like animal, like you know, they're like animals inside, etc., etc. <laughs> and yet, di ba? And yet you're gonna reduce the victims. Kasalanan pa din ng victims dahil napaka-bobo naman nila na yan yung sinuot nila. ba? And it's like, but who's the, who's the, like, if, if you're gonna make the argument that men can't control their feelings or their thoughts, then you're reducing men to animals. But then at the same time, it's still the woman's fault. Like, I don't think that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, di ba po? You know, okay. you know, strange way, that's a double standard as well. Like, I know that men mm -hmm. are smarter than that. I know that men are smarter than that and that they're more capable of making their choices and things like that. And we're all smarter than that. 
and it's just it, it's just unfathomable to me how people will reduce it to eh hindi lalaki lang yan eh kasi ganyan naman yung ano diba mm-hmm. and he literally you know in, in addition to the commentary he literally said like you're inviting the beast what is the beast and why does it exist you know it's kind of like the beast shouldn't exist in the first place not even to fuel any sense of masculine insecurity that's what i believe hapon po uh, dr carol sobrechea isang anthropologist at uh, naging professor din sa UP uh, at especially uh, din po kayo ng uh, gender studies women's studies no are there studies related to this that would show that the way women dress has anything to do with sexual harassment or even rape is that a factor yung pagdadamit ng mga babae okay uh, siguro kailangan nating balikan ang kasaysayan ng Pilipinas no Uh, kasi rooted ito sa history natin. Nung bago dumating kasi ang mga Kastila, pantay ang katayuan ng babae at lalaki. Uh, napakaganda ng uh, ang babae, nasa field, nasa labas, nagsasaka. Nung dumating ang kolonyalismo, lalo na nung dumating ang Kastila muna, binago nila at uh, in-enforce nila sa atin yung patriarchal tradition na ang babae dapat ay nasa bahay lang, at ang tatay, ang lalaki, ang siyang namumuno sa bahay. Nang, uh, uh, tapos, sinabi nila na pag-aari ng lalaki, ang babae, siya lang dap- dapat nasa bahay, at pati yung pananamit niya, hindi dapat makikita ng ibang tao. So, nung unang panahon, yung mga paa, sexual, uh, tinago yan, nakabarot sayang mga babae, no? Kasi hindi dapat titignan, makikita ng ibang mga lalaki kasi pag-aari siya ng kanyang asawa. Nung dumating ang mga Amerikano, nagbago ang ating lipunan kasi naging ano tayo, yung, uh, nagkaroon ng mga industrial at saka mga agricultural farms, lumabas na si babae lumabas na si babae at uh, nag, nagsaka-saka na siya, binigyan din tayo ng kaunting uh, kalayaan ng marami ring reforms na binigay sa kababaihan, pinadala sa eskwela, uh, the right of suffrage. So medyo tumaas ang kalagayan ng kababaihan nung panahon ng mga Amerikano. Yes ma'am, so linawin lang natin ang sinasabi nyo uh, bago tayo nasakop ng uh, mga Espanyol, yung mga colonizers, no? mas mas pantay yung uh, yung uh, status ng babae at uh, lalaki at uh, mas nirerespeto ng lalaki yung uh, mga babae uh, pero ito nga dumating nga itong sinasabi yung patriarchal system na inintroduce uh, ng mga Europeans ng uh, mga mga friars no at uh, kaya tayo naging ganon uh, parang there's this uh, sense of superiority ng lalaki over women at uh, Uh, medyo ini-excuse ng ibang sektor ng lipunan pag binabastos ang babae. Oo. Dina-justify nila kasi hindi nag-behave. You did not conform to norms and tradition. Eh, ang mas- malungkot, noong unang panahon kasi dapat ang babae lang nasa bahay, nagluluto, hindi lalabas. E eh, nangailangan din ng mga babaeng lumabas na, lalo na after the Second World War, na talagang hirap-hirap ng mga bansa. Tumi- tapos binigyan naman tayo ng education ng mga babae no, during the American period, the right to vote. So marami na rin mga, mga uh, laws that allowed women to go out. Pero yung tradisyon na pag nakita ka sa kalye at merong nirate ka, 
Uh, tapos dinala ka sa pulis, katulad ngayon, sasabihin, eh kasi ho, na, madilim eh, nandiyan siya eh. Siya yung, siya yung nag, gusto niya, siya naghahanap ng rapist. Kasi lumabas siya eh, dapat nasa loob siya ng bahay. Sasabihin nila, kasalanan. Kasalanan ng babae. Kasi nakashorts siya. Kasi dapat hindi siya nakashorts, ganyan. So, ma- pati ngayon, may mga kaso sa korte. Ang daming mga kaso sa korte. Na yan ang dinadahilan ng mga lalaki. Na, uh, Lasing sila, tapos dumaan yung babae, alam naman daw na lasing, tumabi yung babae sa kanya. No amount, no amount of uh, justification. No? Rape is a rape. Rape, sexual harassment is sexual harassment. But there's no justification. Pero uh, ano masasabi nyo dun sa mga ibang uh, magulang, lolo at lola, mga matatanda, na nagsasabi naman sa mga batang babae na uh, talagang maraming kriminal dyan, kaya wag dapat magdamit ng medyo revealing. Uh, uh, may, meron pa silang katwiran? Well, child rearing is still the responsibility of the parents, right? And syempre, yung perspective na pinagagalingan ng mga magulang, they come from older tradition, no? Ay yung, at saka sila yung nakakakita ng risk, no? Na sila nakakakita ng harm. Kung sa halimbawa, sa komunidad nila, talagang laganap pa yung paniniwala na dapat uh, na, na, hindi, nag, hindi nag-shorts ang kababayan. Iba-iba kasi ang kultura natin. Eh. May mas traditional. Pagpupunta ka sa Metro Manila, medyo mas modern na. Hindi na pinapansin nyo ng short-shorts no? dito sa Metro Manila. Pero pagpunta ka sa Bulubundukin, sa, talagang napaka-traditional. At naiintindihan ko rin ang mga magulang, uh, ano hindi nila, responsibilidad din nila na protektahan. So, sa tingin nyo, ma'am, ano yung susi? Uh, para magbago ito no eh, sabi niyo nga this is uh, an, these are attitudes that uh, are centuries old no in introduction ng mga yung mga colonizers no nag-introduce ng ganitong klasing attitudes towards uh, women no so uh, how do we reverse that how do we reverse these centuries old attitudes well uh, we are we are considered naman among many countries no in fact we rank number two in Asia in terms of promoting gender equality no uh, we had a very strong advocacy so nagtutulungan ng iba't ibang mga ahensya since nasa eskwelahan ako nasa CHED ako ngayon talagang ini-implement namin lahat itong mga policy nito tinuturuan ng mga guro ang mga estudyante so meron namang mga pagbabagong nangyayari pero marami pa rin na kahit na, na natutunan na nila ito na bawal minsan bumabalik pa rin yung mga sinaunan nilang mga pagtingin no na dapat may karapatan sila uh, na uh, na gawin ang gusto nilang gawin okay maraming maraming salamat po uh, Dr. Carol Sobrechea thank you very much thank you are things changing is society changing for the better you think i think so i think i read um i read an article recently that actually outlined there were actually more good things happening than ever. Doing my parang nag-viral nga po na incidents or things like that, like we can feel so overwhelmed by the negativity and we can feel so like overcome by it. But the truth is that I think a lot of the times from the negative things, we, we learn and we grow. And I think that that proves it more than ever. Like the fact that now so many more good things are happening aside from the pandemic, like, pro, like pre-pandemic, I have to keep reiterating that. But like, you know, there's more good things happening in around the world mm-hmm. than ever. Sabi nga po nila, diba, the night is darkest right before the dawn. 
And I think that like unrest is a signal of change. I think that unrest and like all this news and all this, I know it's like all of this unrest is just a signal that things are changing. And I think I'm very happy to do my best to contribute to that. We all hope so, right? that things are changing <laughs> yeah. for the better. Thank you for your optimism and uh, salamat din uh, Kaki sa pagtatanggol mo sa karapatan ng mga babae and keep wearing what you want to wear. Abangan namin ang mga susunod mong pahayag. Thank you very much, Kaki Pangilinan. Maraming salamat po Tito Hawi. Maraming salamat po so much for having me. Thank you so much. Sa kabila ng mga masasamang idinudulot ng social media na ipapakita ng mga kabataan na maari ring gamitin ito bilang sandata upang labanan ng mga mali at makalumang asa sa lipunan. May umusbong na safe space para sa mga nais magbahagi gamit ang hashtag na iha ako. Sana manatiling ligtas silang lahat at laging may mga safe space sa nagbabago nating mundo. This is Quarantine with Howie Severino.